Here's my real theory, though. If you're so pro-life and you're so pro-child, then adopt one that's already here that's very unwanted and very alone and needs someone to take care of it to get it out of a horrible situation. Okay? People say, well, why don't you do that? And I say, because I hate fucking kids and couldn't care less. <laughs> couldn't give a fuck. Don't care about it all about abortion. It's your choice. Case closed, the end, bottom line. And by the way, a three-month-old kid in your belly is not a fucking human being. Okay? It's a bunch of little congregate of cells. You're not a human until you're in my phone book. <laughs> Listen, living, listening to Synchronon. Sick and wrong. Yes. You're listening to Sick and Wrong. The Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. God, what a bunch of scumbags. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. One of your hosts, E. Simon. And I was telling Shorty, I said, Shorty, you may not even have to attend summer school this year. If you merely purchase the Wu-Tang double CD, you will get all the education you require. Hmm. And by that I mean... I'm Harrison. I'm surprised you didn't abort that shorty, Harrison. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, me too. I don't mean I'm to I'm surprised rain. I didn't abort me. If I could, if I had, you know, to do a time heist, I would do one yeah, where I abort myself. Yeah, what if you I could, like, go back in time, mm. but give yourself some kind of, like, switchblade or something so you could just cut open? It'd be tricky because I'd, you know? I'd, I'd, I'd probably want to, like, abort me, but not my twin sister. So I'd, Oh, yeah. That's a tricky had a bit twin. of business, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, sometimes I wish I was aborted. You know, I think that's a Morrissey song. Yeah. I wish I was aborted. It was um, also a too short remix. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I'm I was sure a that little bit more aborted. I wish, I'm yeah. sure that guy's had a few abortions. Well, sure. paid for a few abortions. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Harrison, if you have some abortion plans in the near future, you should probably get on that. Mm. Because uh, with the the climate politically i'm not quite sure how much longer we're going to be able to have abortions and i'm you know quite frankly i am fucking infuriated i don't i don't i don't think abortions work that way not like gather ye roads rosebuds well, i'm while just saying may. if you yeah. have any women yeah. you've knocked up mm, that mm. you've been considering mm. having an abortion you know, maybe now is the time to plan on it you know yeah to, to move forward be proactive mm. rather than reactive um but yeah so the thing is you know, you, you, there's been restrictive uh, abortion laws passed mm. in this country uh, through multiple states, and other states are, 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 are planning to, to follow suit here. The most restrictive abortion laws that we've had in decades. And, um, and, and, you, and what it comes down to is you have these you know, white men deciding how women should use their bodies, which is, just, which is the, mm. the first part that's infuriating. The second part that infuriates me is, what the fuck are these guys doing? They're, they are destroying our safety net. Oh, no, they're not. They're just destroying uh, the safety net of poor people. Well, yeah, exactly. They'll but, be able but, to get it for their daughters because well, they have, you know. Yeah, I'm sure Don, Don Trump Jr.'s yeah. mistresses will still be having abortions. This will just be, yeah. you know, it'll make it either impossible or deadly for poor people. But the it. poor people in Alabama, yeah, will either be imprisoned mm. in their yeah. privately funded prisons, mm. you know, so Jeff Sessions is going to be making money on mm. that anyway, um, or they just will have to die, you know, trying you, to do a DIY abortion. You know what What I, what I say is that I... Um, I long for the uh, 
days like we have all these shooters right we have all these right wing like lunatics that shoot up places shoot up synagogues, synagogues yeah. And, yeah where are all our like radical left wing violent attackers where yeah, are they? why aren't they going to like the where's senate our, in alabama yeah. or something where are our weathermen of today where's the black liberation army where's the Sunni well, liberation army they're fucking but, they're too yeah. busy watch, jerking off to fucking anime to do anything <laughs> you know yeah we we, we need on. a radical yeah. left-wing hero yeah like violent a charlie bronson type because theoretically mofos need to to to, to be taken uh, ushered off this earth I think so. Rapidly. But but I'm pissed, dude. I mean, the, the mm. abortion is a horrible thing to go... It's a horrible thing to have happen. But it was always that one last step before fatherhood for right. us. Yeah. And it was always that one thing. It's like, it's an extreme measure. I would hate to have to go there, but I could go there mm. if the case presented itself. Right. You know, so I don't have to be a father. But now, mm. what are you supposed to do? Vasectomy? I guess. Yeah. Maybe. But yeah, so what what we're seeing right now is uh is the these conservatives are taking full advantage mm. of, you know, the current administration, right. uh the current Supreme Court, and they're passing these radical anti-abortion laws with with you know, uh, mm. keeping in mind that they know that mm. these are laws aren't going to be passed. Right. You know, these laws are going to be a, there's going to be appeals, and what they're hoping is going to happen is going to go all the way up to the Supreme Court, where they have Brett Kavanaugh and the other dickheads in there are going to vote to overturn Roe versus Wade. Yeah, which is just insane, and they're intentionally these are intentionally provocative and reckless laws. Even uh, uh, Pat Robertson, the televangelist, was like, "Yeah, this is extreme," and yeah. now you have Trump and the administration being like, "Oh, Alabama, it's a little too far." You know, uh, no abortion in cases of rape or incest? Uh, come on. Well, because it's like, it, like it's in, that's what it's like in a lot of South American countries. And you got fucking pinheads running around. You got yeah. with microcephalics. Like microcephalics. Yeah, and yeah. you have like uh, Harlequin got, babies. You got schlitzies running around, you know? <laughs> yeah, do you need more do schlitzies, need Alabama? You know? But I mean, if you think about it, though, I would say, what portion do you think of Alabama's uh, uh, population was born out of rape or incest? I would say it's pretty high. I'd say at least sixty so percent. Okay, let's not, you know, let's not but, besmirch the entire state of Alabama. But My it, God, but it is frightening, though. Mm. It's frightening yeah. that these bills are coming. Ohio passed a bill banning abortion in the early weeks of pregnancy. Mm -hmm. uh, Louisiana, Missouri. Yeah. Uh, now you have Alabama passing the most extreme piece of legislation mm. banning abortion every stage of pregnancy and criminalizing the procedure of do for doctors right. who could be charged with a felony and face up to 99 years in prison. Yeah. I mean, it includes an exception for cases when the mm. mother's life is at risk, but not oh, for cases of rape and generous, incest. That's generous of them. So, you know, yeah. I understand what they're trying to do here. I understand that they're just trying mm. to uh, push us to the Supreme Court and now they think it's their chance. I was reading an, article, an interview with uh, the guy... The dickhead. But they don't who, want to pay for these babies once they're here. You know? No, that's the thing. Yeah, it's yeah. they. No, they care about prenatal care. Mm. I think it's George mm. Carlin who said they. If you're ba if mm. you're prenatal, you're mm. cool. But mm. if you're preschool, you're fucked. Yeah. And that's exactly how it is. And it and it's it's amazing to me that they think that they think this will stop abortion because mm. it won't stop abortion. No. Abortion has been going on for. I don't know, ever since the civilization started. Mm. I mean, like thousands of years. And well, it's like, I was saying this earlier, it's like prohibition. It's like when the legislators passed prohibition, they didn't give a shit because they're like, well, we'll still get fucking top shelf scotch, you know? <laughs> but it's like, <clears throat> you know, poor people will end up drinking turpentine and going blind. 
is basically what you it's, know. It's still gonna yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's still gonna happen. So, so I mean. Abortion has been around forever. It's been a necessity for women in almost every culture in the world. Your legislation is not going to stop that. What it's going to do is endanger the risk of the mother and the child now. Is it too late to abort myself? Uh, probably. At age 39? Can I? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. No, I think, I think that's called suicide oh, okay. now, but you could do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll give you some uh, methods coming up in the, in the near future. Okay, here. Good, um, good. But yeah, so that's what I'm saying. It's like... Mm. Pass as much legislation as you want. Go to the Supreme Court. Have fucking Jeff Kavanaugh or whatever vote to overturn Roe versus Wade. You're not going to stop abortion. All you're going to do is imperil the life of the mother. So now you're going to have two lives on your conscience. And I hope you enjoy that there, fucking Alabama. Can't believe a a female governor even signed that. Mm. Uh, But yeah, so anyway, the first... That's the thing with abortion. This is how long abortion has been around. 1550 BCE is the first recorded evidence of a termination of pregnancy, and it's in Egypt. In Egypt. Okay. Yeah. In 1550 BCE, that's how long people have been doing abortions. Hmm. You think you're going to stop because of your laws? They were trying to prevent Imhotep from being yeah. reincarnated. Is <laughs> I think that it was what the mummy, but okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Brendan Fraser is great in that, by the way. Mm. Uh, abortion has been banned or restricted in history throughout history many countries around the world Frazier, by the way he's awesome he's in Doom so patrol yeah, yeah. yeah um mm. in the early 1950s abortion was illegal in china and it wasn't until the early 1980s that the law was overturned and made abortion mm. uh legal as a form of family planning right but did they like did they drown babies in buckets in china yeah they yeah did do that. <laughs> yeah um uh, many women died when seeking illegal abortions. So that's mm. why it was made legal in 1971 under special circumstances. Mm. Uh, Japan is known for, for its acceptance of abortion. Mm. Uh, lobbying groups tried to overturn abortion laws in Japan, um, but then they eventually uh, managed to pass it. And in uh, mm. 1957, Romania legalized abortion, but then made mm. it legal again in 1966 when the national birth rate declined. Hmm. So it's weird. I mean, they, they vacillate. Who was trying to get Japan to to pass abortion restrictions? I think... Uh, like, th- 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 it's a culture that values suicide, you know? Yeah, like well, it's I don't know if they value kind of suicide, but don't they also... They do. It's like a... Ma- they believe in reincarnation, so who cares that, about abortions? They believe that a lot of suicides are, are, an, are the honorable thing to do. You know, look, that's yeah, part like of Hari the culture. Curie. Yeah, yeah, it's part of the culture, you know. But I mean, if they believe in reincarnation because they're Buddhists, don't you think if you abort the baby, it'll just come back as something else? Yeah. So what's the big deal? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Be a flying squirrel. But the know? attitude towards abortion has mm. varied across different cultures and changed over time. But it's always been a social and political issue, especially in this country. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this country, it's been a hot button issue. Mm. And right now you have abortion advocates, you know, anti-abortion advocates such as uh, the Army of God, I, heard yeah. a, I read an interview with uh, Reverend uh, Don Shithead. I forget his name. But anyway, this guy, Army of God are the people that march with those horrible posters of mutilated babies outside Planned Parenthood. They bomb doctors. They're saying that they're uh, that with the, uh, the, the far right and uh, the current administration, they've never had such positive acceptance of their movement. Oh, Even yeah. churches are like, oh, come mm. speak at our church, mm-hmm. you Army of God terrorists. Yeah. You know, and they're like, you know, this is the, the, the chance we've been waiting for to overturn Roe versus Wade. Well, the fact of the matter, Army of God dickheads and Mike Pence and all you other fucks, you're not going to stop abortion. And the reason being is because 
There's been some very creative ways to abort a pregnancy you don't over say. the years. Very creative ways. And so what we're about to do here is Sick and Wrong's list of favorite abortive fashions. These are uh, Sick and Wrong's approved abortion okay, techniques. Okay, don't say they were approved. All right, not approved. We don't recommend anybody <laughs> ever do this. All right? Okay, yeah. Don't also, do any of this. Also, if you are in a weird position where you feel like you take health advice from this podcast... <laughs> I don't know why you're still alive or how you're still you alive. You should have at been aborted. Yeah, like yeah. my God, what is the matter with you? <laughs> but anyway, yeah. the, this is a list of uh, abortion mm-hmm. methods throughout history, and some of these are just completely horrifying, mm-hmm. and other ones are just, I think, more just mystifying. It's like, why were people doing this? <laughs> but anyway, here we go. Uh, one of the first uh, recorded techniques is honey, salt, and mouse shit. Um, I would say this is. I would say this is more of like an aggressive douching technique here. Uh, Hippocrates, the ancient Greek physician, who's also known as the father of medicine, um, he said to prevent or end pregnancy, uh, this recipe was used. Mouse dung, honey, Egyptian salt, wild colocynth, and resin. And the mixture is basically just kind of mixed together and just inserted via like a douche type Mm. substance or uh, applicator into the uterus. And uh, I guess... What this would cause is the the whole uterus you become septic. Oh. Yeah, so the septic abortion <laughs> yeah. would usually kill it, but also uh, women would sometimes just throw up so hard that they would mm. miscarry. Mm. You know, because uh, yeah, well, I guess wild colocynth is a wild desert plant that made women throw up. So, but they'd put it up the vagina, or they swallow. It says it. here that it was inserted into the uterus, but okay. maybe they swallowed yeah. wild colocynth. All right. Oh, that's what it was. Okay, here it is. Got it wrong. If the septic abortion mm. was not enough. With the mixture uh, from the aggressive uh, douche here, hmm. the wild colocynth would take care of the job because that's the the plant would make them throw up. Um, Give, giving yourself a bacterial infection two thousand years before fucking penicillin sounds like a great that's idea. That's a great idea yeah. here. Uh, then the next technique here is squatting over steaming onions. It's an eighth century Sanskrit text recommends that women who want to end pregnancy would squat over a steaming pot of onions. The onions were sometimes swapped out with different herbs or even human hair. Uh, but this old wives' tale has persisted over the centuries and is still in use in some communities in New York's Lower East Side. Hmm. But uh, it's definitely in effect. What is it called? Just squatting over a vat of steaming onions. <laughs> uh, vaginal steam baths. That makes the fetus cry, too. Yeah. I mm. guess it's a uh, the vaginal steam baths are kind of common in Southern California. Mm. It's a spa option. It's a centuries-old Korean remedy that's gaining attention in the modern world. It's also a great way to, um, if you have, if you get the liquid special K straight from the vets, to you can just stick it right it. up your vagina. No, <laughs> no, use the steam. Put it over a, oh, a yeah, steaming. Yeah. You know, can make K. Yeah, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a good one. Crocodile dung suppositories. Oh, so, my. yeah. Uh, what they would do was they would melt the dung and made it into like a liquid form. It's almost like a fetus-killing tampon, I would say. Uh-huh. Um, but crocodile dung has been... It's crazy. It's but croc- a suppository for your ass? For your vagina. Oh, okay. So okay. it's kind of like... Right. So what they would do here is uh, they would make... They made it into a pessary. It's called... Pessary is like an, another applicator, like a tampon. Okay. Uh, with dough and inserted it into the vagina. And it was meant to operate as birth control and as an adu- inducement of miscarriage. So okay. crocodile dung actually has spermicidal properties, believe it, really? it or not. Yeah. And it was considered more effective as a contraceptive than like 
you know, most other abortive fashions, such as like huh. the honey salt and mouse douche. What is what, what makes crocodile dung different from like human dung? You know, I, I don't know what. Mm. Maybe just the chemicals from their digestive system or something. But yeah. it's a spermicide, Weird. so that's interesting. Right. Hmm. Um, there's some other uh, concoctions that they've used too. Uh, this is uh, it's a paste of mashed ants, foam from camels' mouths. Mm. And the tall hairs of black-tailed deer dissolved in bear fat. That's just a bunch of nonsense. <laughs> and this may have worked, yeah. particularly if it was inserted into the uterus. Don't they serve it... that at the artisanal breakfast kitchen down the street? <laughs> I think they do. Um, yeah. yeah, with some like rye toast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because it possibly, it could have caused a septic abor- abortion via the introduction of infectious bacteria. So you're just yeah. basically putting okay. a concoctious of infectious right. bacteria into your uterus. Jesus. Um, this is an old one here. This is from uh, Pliny the Elder, ah, the yeah. Roman scholar him, and author of Natural History. Love he him. says stepping over a viper hmm. would cause an abortion. If a pregnant woman steps over a viper, she will be sure to miscarry. That's what he said. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, because it, it, it bites you. You know. Yeah, well, I think it's just the uh, the, the the stress. And the shock of it could cause you cause oh, hormones getting to, to well to induce a miscarriage. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, however, this uh, Pliny, though, mm. it wasn't until 1492 when his medical observations were challenged. 1492, they said, uh, you know, he was the one who thought menstruating women could kill bees, but apparently that's not true. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Gotta, you gotta be, but you gotta be wary of a shit, woman. Shit, I gotta on, make some phone calls. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This next one is an age-old technique that I'm sure is going to resurface uh, in Alabama. Coat hangers, sticks, and bones. Uh, the use of these uh, of surgical procedures was limited in ancient times, so stabbing the vagina with sharp objects became a common practice for uh, freelance abortionists. Just stabbing the vagina. They called it an embryotomy. Mm. Just jab the fetus with different objects. Coat hangers, hooks, glass rods, curling irons, candles, knives, needles. The freelance abortionists have to file a 1099 (laughs) tax year. (laughs) Got to pay your taxes even if you're a contractor. I guess so. Um, But yeah, it's just awful to think that that someone would do this. However, what's kind of ironic is a lot of these tools are very eerily similar to the ones they use today. Hmm. Yeah. You know, I've never had to. I've never dealt with an abortion. Have you ever had a girlfriend get an abortion? Yes, I have. And you weren't there, were you? No. Were you sitting outside? In a, re- no, it was in a different state. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, but I funded it. Yeah, you know, it's four hundred dollars. God. Yeah. Uh, here's a doctor in uh, L.A. Said he re- he was recalling. They asked him in this interview here about what it was like before Roe versus Wade. And he said women would come in with knitting needles still jabbed inside of them. He said he remembered an account of a bicycle pump being used. What? Yeah, bicycle pump. Yeah, this is how awful it is. This is why, this is why Planned Parenthood is a necessity. Right. You know? Because you're not going to stop abortions. Is it? You're not going to stop it with your fucking laws. Right. Um, drinking poisonous potions, huge list of ingredients that women would drink and attempt to end pregnancy. Some were effective, some were not. Penny royal tea mm. is one of the more famous abortive fashions in history. Um, it's a European herb called mentha pulegium. And it's mm. actually a type of mint, but it's also a very effective abortion drug. And it's extremely poisonous. Uh. Yeah, only five grams will kill you of penny mm. royalty. And so uh, 
yeah consult so, your shaman yeah before using please. chinese texts ancient mm. chinese texts said uh, uh this legendary emperor shenong prescribed drinking hot mercury after sex to kill fertilized eggs so pound some hot mercury bloodletting they seem to do bloodletting knew what he was talking about though <laughs> that may sound silly but i don't know bloodletting they seem mm. to do bloodletting for everything back then but uh yeah a lot of them thought that uh Bloodletting, which is a surgical removal of a patient's blood for therapeutic reasons. It's also a great Concrete Blonde song. Oh, yeah, it is a good mm. Concrete Blonde song. Mm. I like that one. Um, but yeah, so your patient would almost bleed to death. So the result would, they would miscarry because of uh, the loss of blood. Mm. So uh, yeah, I'm sure. But they, I mean, they used bloodletting to cure everything back then. It's cure-all. Um, here's a basic one. Also another Hippocrates one. Jump, kick, and shake it out. So in ancient times, when women did not have access to any form of abortion, they would resort to shaking, jumping, and heavy lifting oh. for a natural miscarriage. Some people believed in shaking yourself so hard that the embryo would just fall out. I thought you meant jump kick and shake it out. Like, you jump kick a pregnant woman in the stomach. And just like, Mortal Kombat! <laughs> Some guy tried to do that to Schwarzenegger. Mm. It didn't work. Right. Um... Being beaten or shaken mm. uh, was also something they did in Greece. So Greek f physicians were like, yeah, this is a great idea. Um, <laughs> yeah, they would... Uh, Saronis of Ephesus is now known as one of the first gynecological experts in history. Uh, he said that women could induce abortions by being shaken or riding a horse. Mm. So there you go. Well, That's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, but you know, as horrific as it sounds, the whole beating and shaking, you know... That you might remember, astute sick and wrong listeners might remember, it's probably maybe two years ago, three years ago, we did a story, a horrific story from Texas, mm. where uh, a relative's beat a teen to force an abortion mm. and cover up abuse. She had been like being raped by her brother. And this is in Texas. I think mm. I did the story. It was a few years ago, maybe two years ago. Jesus. But they like all group like just gave her a group beat down mm. to induce the abortion. So obviously it's still happening. Uh, here's one that was kind of puzzling. I didn't know about this one. Tooth pulling. Yeah, I guess even up into the 1800s, they thought that if a pregnant woman, a pregnant woman would miscarry if her tooth was pulled out without any anesthesia. Hmm. So if it didn't matter if the tooth actually needed to be pulled. Oh my. It didn't matter how it was extracted. Um, but yeah, they felt that if you just yanked out the tooth, she would scream the pain and agony so hard that the fetus would abort naturally. Okay. So uh, oftentimes women would miscarry because of the pain here. Um, here's one. Ingesting ergot. Oh, yeah. Which uh, I've never really even seen ergot. That's like the, but, it's like a bread. Or it's a mold that uh, appears on bread. It's but like a it's, fungus. Yeah. LSD is supposedly a synthesized version of, of ergot. ergot. Yeah. Oh, ergot. Or of an ergot. The, clo right, the closest ergot. natural... Uh, like the, the 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 closest natural thing to LSD apparently is ergot. Oh, okay. Like LSD is a whole other class, but it's the closest thing in nature. Well, I guess in the 16th century, uh, mm. people observed that cows who ate ergot miscarried their calves. Mm. So uh, people thought, hey, mm. this is a great idea. It would work for women. This would be a great abortifacient. One of the theories of the Salem witch trials was just ergot poisoning. Well, Everybody they said, in <laughs> they said uh, the excruciating mm. side effects were ergotism, also known mm. as St. Anthony's mm. fire. Mm. 
Uh, so after ingesting ergot, women experience a burning sensation throughout their limbs. This is due to blood constriction, which often led to gangrene. Mm. Yeah. But I mean, there's itching, vomiting, diarrhea. It's pretty horrible. Yeah. Yeesh. But I could see if after putting your, your body through such trauma, you probably would hallucinate. Nothing worse than itchy diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, squeezing it out. Yeah. Hippolytus of Rome, who was the first anti-pope. He wrote that uh, <laughs> he wrote about binding women's waist so tightly yeah. that it would just induce miscarriage. And the Maori actually did this too. Hmm. Yeah, from New Zealand. The who? The Maori. Oh, the Maori. Yeah, the okay, Maori yeah. do this as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. And it's just you know, put a, mm-hmm. just squeeze the rib cage together, mm-hmm. force out the uh, the the egg. I mean, Hippolytus is all well and good, but he's no Pliny the Elder. <laughs> he's not Pliny yeah. the Elder. No. Yeah. Um, starving for two. I imagine this technique would be popular in Los Angeles. Mm. Uh, so it's important to give your body proper nutrients when carrying a child. But in ancient times, when a woman did not want to carry a child, they would just simply starve themselves. Mm. Um, that's less invasive than some of the other options, I imagine. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so if you're not eating for two here, you just simply stop eating. Your parasite. Yeah, the, the fetus will starve to death. Mm-hmm. And so the woman just waits for this to happen and then is able to replenish her own body when she miscarries. Um, but you know, actually in 2004, a woman, a young girl, uh, she was 12 years old, and she posted online that she starved herself for five days and intensely exercised for two whole days to induce a miscarriage. Mm. So people are still doing it. Um, this is a good one. I, I probably, if I might try this one. Tansy oil. You heard of that? No. Tansy oil. So rotting out your organs with tansy oil. What? <laughs> oil of tansy was commonly used as, as an ancient abortion technique. And so I guess I never, I saw the movie, but I never read the book. Mm. But the Cider House Rules, I think that was a Lars von Trier film, right? Was it? I think he did that. No. What, what am I mixing up? No, it's not Lars von Trier. It's uh, someone else. Look that up, though. Okay. That's like a romantic comedy, isn't it? No, I think it was oh. a serious movie. Okay. Was I don't know. Maybe I'm mixing it up with a different movie. The book was by a guy mm. named John Irving. Yeah, yeah, John Irving, yeah. But he gave a chilling, detailed account mm. of a woman who uh, uses tansy oil technique to have an abortion. Mm. Uh, he told the story of a doctor who was trying to save a woman after too, mm. too many tansy oil miscarriages. Uh, her abdomen was filled with blood, and as the doctor was trying to stitch up her uterus, mm. the stitches were just pulled through the tissue. He described the texture of the uterus as being like soft cheese, much like the Manchego cheese you're eating right mm. there. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. His finger passed through her intestines as easily no! as it would gelatin. <laughs> So she took this, and it's just like the cure is that you die, basically? It just rotted out your your organs, basically. Also. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's not a... But it is used for a number of digestive tract problems, but too much tansy can rot internal Mm. organs. So I think she'd used it too many times. All right. Did we figure out who did the movie? Um, Oh. Cider House Rules? directed the movie? Yeah. Okay. Forget about that. Yeah. Um, Moving on here. We, Lassie Halstrom... Oh, Lassie Halstrom. Who could forget it? Right. that person? That's not that far off from uh, Lars von Trier. Yeah, except I've never heard of this fucking yeah. person. So. <laughs> what, I wonder what movie I'm thinking of. Mm. Who knows? Mm. Um, remember the Bjork movie he did? Yeah, yeah, Dancer in the Dark. Dancer in the Dark. Yeah, it was yeah. a real uplifting film. Yeah, that was, mm. that was mm. great. Mm. Yeah, I remember thinking I was going to get laid because I was like, oh, I'm going to take this girl to go check out that movie. And it's like, <laughs> you know, it just shows that yeah. I'm like, you know sensitive a sensitive mm-hmm. male right. after that she was just crying yeah i just took her home yep yeah 
That's an abortive fashion, that movie. <laughs> uh, second technique here, the electrical shock. Uh, apparently in 1810, a guy who uh, wrote a book called The Female Medical Repository, another white man who knows who uh, mm. feels he knows a lot about the female body, uh, he recommended that the electricity could restore discharge and induce an abortion. Um, so they felt that... Uh, a Who's shot this, of, Dr. Frankenstein? <laughs> Joseph Brevet. Okay. Uh, he suggested that a shot of electricity around the thighs may just shock the fetus into aborting. Mm. So isn't that great? Yeah. It's like we're going to electrocute the fetus here. So it's basically like, yeah, the abortive equivalent to the electric chair. They don't really know how many women might have done this. How much electricity, though? Is it, is it like my like electroplay thing I think it was that just I a never couple use? Of, no, I think it's a little oh, stronger than okay, that. Okay. But yeah. Mm. I mean, enough to cause a miscarriage. Right. So it must cause some kind of like stress or trauma. Yeah. And Frank uh, finally Frank here. fetus, guys. This is my favorite. Mm. This is my favorite one. In fact, I kind of want to try it myself. Okay. Opium bombs. Mm. Yeah. Which, uh, I, well, first of all, it's hard to get opium these days. Yeah. Love to try to find some opium. But uh, opium is mm. an ancient abortion method uh, that is unfortunately still being used in many parts of the Middle East. Okay. Like Pakistan, actually. Abortions are illegal in the Islamic Republic, which is forcing many Pakistani women to seek out other options. Mm-hmm. Um, so this, uh, they, they interviewed this woman who's a Pakistani woman in a, in a village, and she was saying that she's been performing induced abortions for the past 30 years. And uh, what she does is she does an opium bomb. So all she does is she takes a, a broom, broom straws and opium. She covers the tip of a boiling broom straw with opium and just inserts it into the uterus. The result is the bursting of the gestation sac. Oh. So literally she explodes the, uh, what, the, the amniotic Breaks sac. Breaks the water. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the opium acts like an explosive and just burns through the sack. Huh. So after a woman opts for the, uh, the opium bomb abortion, she hopes to see bleeding. And if there's bleeding within the hour of the procedure, then the abortion was successful. If the opium bomb is not successful, then you bring up the coat hanger. Mm. You know, it's the backup plan. So there you go. A number of uh, horrifying abort- abortion techniques that will undoubtedly return. Mm. If uh, if the, the this country keeps passing such restrictive abortion laws, or if the closing woman's Planned Parenthood happened to take all the opium bombs before they even got home, you know? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I know. Then then you're gonna have to be forced to use the coat hanger, right? But I think that's that's what I'm saying is the the fallacious logic of these laws that they're trying to pass. You're not gonna stop abortion, so. Right. You know, white men making you're laws kill, in this country. Kill folks. You're going to start killing people. Mm. So if you want the, if you want to just raise the body count of uh, of w- women and and unborn infants and uh, unborn fetuses, then there you go. You'd be killing the wrong people. Killing the wrong people, yeah. exactly. Because there, there are some people. Ooh, they're begging for it. Ooh. They are. They are. Ooh. Uh, it's episode uh, 687 here of Sick and Wrong. Uh, we have new mm. stories come up next, and we have some phone calls come up after that. But first, uh, here's a word about our Patreon page. Do you need more Sick and Wrong in your life? Do you need one more news story to make you feel normal? Are three phone calls barely enough to feed the raging beast of desire? Well, then it's time for you to get the help you need and become a Sick and Wrong patron. Sign up at patreon.com slash sickandwrong and you'll have access to exclusive Patreon-only content such as news stories, extra phone calls, and much, much more. 
Become a patron today and help us make a better Sick and Wrong for tomorrow. That's patreon.com slash sickandwrong. So the first story we have here is kind of like a geriatric version of Weekend at Bernie's. A 70-year-old man wearing nothing but his underwear was arrested after his dead wife was found naked in a vehicle after an El Paso stay. So they're driving out of El Paso through Arizona, um, and a man wearing only his underwear and his dead wife, who was naked in the passenger seat beside him, was stopped by the uh, Eloy Police Department. Uh, They said an initial exam of the woman found that she had signs of minor blunt force trauma on her body, Hmm. but the cause of death has still not been determined. However, it's definitely uh, uh, an odd instant to have happened here. I think think if this were like dramatized in a film, it would start with him getting pulled over and he's got these naked wives next to him and he's in his underwear and he'd be like, hold up. Let's start at the beginning, and then it'll be like three <laughs> days earlier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. is, that, is that like a a, a Scorsese technique? Um, Tarantino so, uses it too. Though. Yeah, I don't know who started yeah. it, but everyone does it. It sucks. I don't like it. Yeah, just tell the story. Yeah, just tell the fucking story. You don't need the flashback, order, you know? and then it's got to come back to to get to the yeah, point yeah. where you just you know where you stopped and you're like. Yeah. So as I was saying, yeah, yeah, like oh fuck you, <laughs> shut up, DiCaprio. Yeah. Um, I, I Shut up, you're... naked old man in a Jeep. <laughs> Authorities in Arizona were alerted about Rodney Puckett, 70, after a drive through worker at a restaurant in Eloy, a Carl's Jr., actually, uh, reported him to authorities because they saw a naked woman inside the vehicle. <laughs> yeah. His wife was identified as 74-year-old Linda Puckett, and her body, this is the odd part mm. about it, she wasn't just sitting naked in the passenger seat. Her body was placed with her head on the floor of the car and her legs up by the headrest. So what? she was upside down and Come naked. On. I don't understand why you would do that. Like, why not have her, like, I don't know, at least sitting upright? Was this a publicity stunt for a radio station or something? <laughs> well, my question yeah. is here. So he's going through the Carl's Jr., which, mm. uh, just a quick aside here, have you actually had their Beyond Burger? I have not. It's damn good. Is it? I'm not a big mm. fan of this whole Beyond Meat thing. Because I, I know a lot of vegetarians now are into mm. the meat substitutes because yeah. they miss the taste of meat. I don't miss the taste of meat. Okay. It's been so long, I don't really miss it. Mm. However, it's kind of cool that you can go get like a Beyond Meat taco, mm. I guess. I Is actually, it different from Impossible or whatever? It's, it's the, the it's competitor. Okay, it's a different okay. brand. Right. But I, I had the Beyond Meat tacos. It's still kind of gross. Mm. But the Beyond Meat burger, Carl's Jr. I hadn't been to Carl's Jr. probably in... Ever. I don't actually think I've ever been to Carl's mm. Jr. up until last week. And I went into one, and I didn't even know. I was like, do you do it a bonus meal or whatever? And I ordered it. It's actually damn good. I recommend people checking it out. Um, Carl's Jr. is our new sponsor. <laughs> but anyway, this guy is going through the drive-thru at the Carl's Jr. With his, and he's wearing his underwear, yeah. which I don't think is a crime to do that. You're allowed to, drive your, you're allowed to drive around in your underwear, aren't you? I, pull, I believe so. But not naked. I don't know. I don't think he can drive naked. But his wife, dead, naked, and upside down in the passenger seat next to him. Do you think they still gave him his food? Yeah. They probably did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if it was me, I would be like, is she okay? Like, what's going on over there? Wouldn't you inquire? Or would you just pretend as if nothing has happened? Like, nothing's out of the ordinary here. Now, am I, am I my current age, and I'm working at Carl's Jr.? <laughs> <laughs> or 
<laughs> yeah, I'm you're, trying you're, to really. What's yeah, my motivation here? What's, <laughs> you're your current age, okay, and you're working the drive-through at the Carl's Jr. <laughs> then no, I wouldn't say a goddamn thing. I'd be like, sir, are you a, are you a, are you by any chance a serial killer? Can you just on your way out? Can you just do me too? Can you just do me as well? Thank you. Just shoot yeah. me in the face, yeah. please. Jesus Christ. But I mean, if you think about it in this day and age. I don't want to make another double chicken chicken or whatever the fuck, you know? (laughs) In this day and age, though, I imagine late night drive-thrus, you probably see a lot of people that could be dead or passed out. I mean, think about late night, like Taco Bell at like three. Don't they serve it to like They're usually not naked and upside down, though, you know? Yeah, the naked and upside down would Mm. definitely cause me to to speculate Mm. something awry is going on. But if someone just was driving through and it's a woman, just she could be dead or passed out, I probably wouldn't think twice about it. Mm. But anyway, so um, I don't know if they served the food. I'd like to think they did. A Puckett told police that his wife died at a hotel in El Paso, Texas. But he decided to place her body in the vehicle and continue with their trip to Wally World. Shut up. No. <laughs> but they're actually going to California. Oh. Wasn't Wally World in California? I believe so. I think it was. National Lampoon. What were they doing in California? I don't know. It just says mm. they were, had to go to California and mm. get to Wally World. Galaxy's so, Edge. Yeah. Mm. They, so he just kind of, she died, she was dead, and it was not going to stomp them. Okay. I'm trying to think what the Griswolds, was it their aunt, like Clark's aunt? Something was like it, that. And right? they put her on the on the roof of the car, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. It just continued on yep. to Wally World. I respect that. Right. I mean, I guess the guy could have called 911, but it's like, you know, why not just take her to California? If, I, if it was me, I'd be like, I made a promise mm-hmm. I would take my wife to California. Mm-hmm. They probably had sex first. And he just didn't dress her, but, you know, that's a little odd, but hey. So uh, police are trying to piece together the backstory here. They determined that the couple from Sand Springs, Oklahoma, stayed at this hotel in El Paso, uh, where security videos showed them walking into a room on Sunday evening. Mm-hmm. The next morning, the video shows Rodney Puckett pushing a luggage cart out of the room, and it appears as though a woman's body is hidden under the blanket on the cart. Oh. Should have rolled her up in the comforter. Mm. I think that would have been a little less uh, conspicuous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Puckett told investigators he found his wife unresponsive in the hotel room and he could not revive her. Instead of calling 911, he said, I'm just going to load her body into the cart and into the car. It's just funny to me that he didn't try to flip her the right way around. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, is it that hard to do that? Although I guess it's a... All of it is puzzling to me. Well, a dead body, how much... I mean, she probably weighed like, what, 150 pounds, 140 pounds? yeah. That's a lot to deal with. Like the know? deadlift. Yeah. But I mean, you probably could flip her around. It's not, it's very unwieldy. Unwieldy? It's cumbersome. Unwieldy. Yeah. yeah, it mm-hmm. is cumbersome. It's uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Um, it, yeah, he might actually play uh, Rodney Puckett. That'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be good. Yeah. Let me tell you my story. <laughs> um, it's not clear what his intentions were at this point after he put her in the vehicle, according to police. Um, they asked him why he was naked in the car, just wearing his underwear. And he said he refused to comment about that at this time. Mm. So I don't know. Maybe he's in a hurry. Who knows? Um, or maybe it was the Alzheimer's. It was something. Maybe it's Maybelline. Yeah. Puckett was arrested on charge mm. of abandonment or concealment of a dead body, but could face additional mm. charges because the uh, exam of, the, of the, his wife's body revealed minor blunt force trauma. 
However, the woman's manner and cause of death is still pending and has required additional testing that could take anywhere from 6 to 12 weeks. Uh, the investigation of death, into the death of Punkett's wife is ongoing, and the investigators are working with, the, with detectives in El Paso as well as Arizona. Rodney Puckett is a weird name. Rodney Puckett. Like, it sounds like he's, he was on, like, the starting lineup of the 1978 <laughs> Cardinals or something, you know? <laughs> the Rodney, I got the Rodney, Rodney Puckett. Puckett card. <clears throat> uh, mm. The couple was uh, apparently undergoing a divorce to end their nearly eight-year marriage and had filed restraining orders against each other earlier this year in Oklahoma. But a lawyer representing Linda Puckett in the divorce said in the documents that she and her husband were incompatible. And apparently the son was very upset over the way he treated her corpse. Okay, yeah. Yeah, the son yeah. commented uh, that he was very upset about how uh, the situation was handled. Mm. Maybe he would have preferred them to go to a better restaurant than Carl's Jr. Right, you, you know? know? At least Taco Chipotle Bell. or something. Yeah, Chipotle. Take her to, well, at least you with know? the Chipotle, they would, he would have left her in the car. Yeah. Like, why go to the drive-thru? El Pollo Loco. Something, <laughs> right? Uh, Jonathan Sutton, an attorney here, is representing Rodney Puckett, declined to comment about the arrest. And, uh, yeah, I guess uh, Linda Puckett's attorney also was not commenting about the arrest either. So, there you go. All right, kids. So, don't... Uh, I think if you're, going, well. if you're going to take your dead wife to California, at least dress her in some kind of normal clothing and... Put her in the seat like a normal person. If you're taking your dead wife to San Francisco, Francisco. be sure. sure to put her in the seat upright. <laughs> Mysterious <laughs> German crossbow deaths may have been part of murder-suicide pact by a medieval cult. Good segue into the second story. In. Almost pulled Yeah, in. you almost yeah. pulled that off. Yeah, woof. Woof, 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 I say. So I've got a crazy story about German medieval sex cults. Ba -na -ba -ba. Do you think that's like a popular thing there? Mm. Do you have that picture of the German medieval sex cult? I do. I forgot to put a picture up of Rodney Puckett. I'll have to my do that stream, on the site. My, You know what? Can we, can we, hold on. What's great about this uh, this group of this medieval sex cult? Mm. They look like uh, like the the members of Demu Borgir. I don't know if you you know that band. I do that yeah. black metal band. If mm -hmm. you look at those guys and you look at this sex cult, you'd be mm. like, oh, okay, maybe maybe they open up for Demu Borgir. Right, right. So um, let me see if I can pull up the the pictures here. We got. Oh yeah, here we go. Um, so here's here's the sex cult. It's like a bunch of goth. <laughs> weirdos <laughs> and not only are they goth like folks but they're they it looks like it's an old-timey photo too um but they there are other far more but it's a recent photo it's yeah from yeah, a, yeah yeah they, there are other far more more mundane uh photos of these people um but hey, you know they work at like uh you know a dot com or something well they know that i'll tell you oh really they do it. Oh, yeah right. the mysterious death of five germans Three who died by crossbow bolts lodged in their bodies may have been part of a murder-suicide pact by a cult-like group devoted to medieval folklore. You know, death by crossbow is appealing. That is appealing. Yeah. yeah. I was Silver Bullet. Ooh, that's good. Silver Bullet. I forget the name of the guy who did that once. Killed himself with a silver bullet to the head. He was cool. Polish guy. Mm. Don't remember his name. Yeah. Anyway... Baffled police 
speculate as tantalizing new details about a case that has gripped the country. German authorities are stumped at what led three people, one man, two women, to a small hotel in the southern town of Passau on Saturday for what they believe was a case of killing on demand or group suicide. Killing on demand. Killing on demand. I like that. That should be a video yeah. game. You get that, um, I think if it's like the HBO Go Plus. Yeah, Killing, on, killing demand. on Demand as I like well. That. Yeah. You know, I imagine mm. medieval sex cults in Germany are pretty commonplace. You know what? Probably. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Like, I bet you, like, police are like, we don't find that weird because everybody's mm. in a medieval sex cult here. Right. But the murders, the killing on demand, yeah. murder suicide is. I mean, a one bit could weird. argue that the Nazi Party started as a medieval sex cult. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Baron von Ribbentrop, you know? <laughs> Uh, the case was further complicated upon the discovery of two more victims more than 400 miles away two days later at one of the women's apartment. Ooh. Yeah. Huh. We have five deads. That much is clear. Everything else is in doubt. Passau prosecutor Walter Feiler was quoted as saying. You know what they kind of look like? They do kind of look like a black metal band, but they also kind of look like they could be doing a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. LARP. LARP uh, yeah. yeah. Just LARPing. Or Vampire the Masquerade. Oh, Vampire the Masquerade, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Uh, local media reports speculate that the mysterious cases revolve around two of the people found at the hotel room. Torsten Weiss, who's 53, and Farina Kaspari, who's 30. Hmm. All right. Wow. So, Quite an age difference there. Yep. Uh, I should get into this medieval thing. Dude, you don't even know. You're going to yeah. just wait for this because this oh, okay. is going to be like, it's going to open your whole shit up. All right? Mind blowing. It's going to dilate your soul. Authorities have theorized that Kaspari was the last one alive before she turned the crossbow on herself and shot a bolt through her neck. Like a fucking boss. Whoa, she committed yeah. suicide by crossbow. Yeah. Bolt through the neck. Uh huh. What a badass. Yeah. Wow. Um, I think the only way to top that is to commit suicide by trebuchet. What, what is that? That's like that weird French catapult that actually uses like a counterweight to throw. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen that. Suicide by trebuchet. That would be kind of cool because you could do that yourself. Yeah. You only difficult. know that if you, if you like took medieval studies class or if you played a lot of civilization. I wouldn't mind trying to do it with a morning star. Oh, that'd be dope. But that would be tough, though. That, that would be like a good Castlevania suicide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Passau, emphasis on the U. Passau. 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 All right. That doesn't help me at all. That hurts me. We're Americans. We yeah. make up our own pronunciations yeah, yeah. here. That's right. Uh, unilateral. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Urinal, Your, not yeah. urinal. She had just unloaded several crossbow bolts into Vice and his partner, Kirsten Enders, 33. Another chick. Wow, another 33-year-old yeah. yeah. girl. Yeah. Who were found holding hands inside the hotel room. Okay. Man. Yeah. If they're willing to commit death by crossbow, like yeah. suicide by crossbow, imagine the crazy sex things oh these girls God, did. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, my God. You don't even know. Wow. So... <sighs> Farina's body lay next to their bed. The two other victims were Kaspari's 35-year-old girlfriend, 400 miles away. Whoa. Yeah. A teacher and a 19-year-old woman, 
uh, were found inside the couple's apartment in Wittingen. Uh, the, ca- the cause of death is still unclear, police said, adding that the bodies have been dead for several days and there were no crossbow bolts found. I hope it's another medieval weapon. Like Probably not a weapon. Probably maybe like a... Poison or poison. something. Poison. Poison. Crocodile dung. Um, well, so it's just one dude, one guy, yeah. and a bunch of like German women. Is, is there's only one guy that yeah, led guy, the medieval sex cult? Runs a store where they sell medieval weapons, all right? God, you know, we should do this in L.A. Yeah. Think of all the ass we get. No, it's crazy, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, get get this, all right? Local media reports that Vice may have been the cult leader and was described as a domineering figure who treated women like slaves and used physical force and psychological manipulation. He ran a medieval-themed store filled with weapons, Knights Templar flags, and a blood-spattered mannequin on the counter. Now, I do, I do have um, pictures. Oh, you have a picture of that? Pictures of this nonsense. Nice. Oh, yeah. Hells, yeah, I got, got pictures like, of this thingamajig. I mean, th- this guy's like, every day is a renaissance fair for this yeah, guy. Yeah, every day is a renaissance yeah. fair. Every day <laughs> is a winding road. <clears throat> so, we got some, he's got a lot of, like, torture devices, axes, you know, axe racks. You got an axe rack for your axe racks. Um, here's the bloody mannequin sitting on the counter. It just looks like, yeah, it just looks like, you know. Well, it could be like barely a looks like a Halloween store. Horror Nights It or looks something. just like a front for his, like, fucking brilliant ass-getting idea, you know, basically. <laughs> you he should me. open up a restaurant like Medieval Times. Medieval Times. <laughs> Just like yeah, yeah. Serve a couple steaks in the back. Yeah, and some then French the, fries. Uh, for dessert tonight, we are serving a crossbow bolt through your throat. We'll be having mm. a jousting show. Mm. Uh, investigators suspect they were all members of a kind of sex cir- circle with a focus on the Middle Ages. Hmm. Yeah. Well. Torsten W may have been the guru of the group. RTL reported after interviewing people who knew the victims. It appears Kaspari, <clears throat> who was the one who um, shot the, the couple um, and had a girlfriend that also died they across died town. Too, yeah. uh, it appears Kaspari, who worked as a sales manager in a bakery, knew Vice and Enders through a jousting club. Oh, wow. So okay. they, did, they were in yeah. a jousting club. Yeah. Run by Vice's medieval paraphernalia shop in Hockenburg. In the Rhineland. It is, yeah. You know, as much ridicule as I give the Ren Fair, mm-hmm. you know, today was the last day of the Ren Fair, actually. Right. I think it was raining. That's when my girlfriend Oh, they, I thought it's like just a permanent thing. No, it's only fair. for like a month or a month oh, okay. and a half. But yeah. I've been there once. There are a lot of hot girls at that. And I saw Ryan Keeley post a picture of her and a bunch of her porn star friends wearing like slutty Renaissance outfits. Yeah, sure, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, mm. I, I can see how if you had like a you know, a medieval times type uh, you know, dungeon or something, you probably would meet a lot of hot girls. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You know? Um, beep, 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 beep. Yeah, it is believed they stopped at a Passau hotel on their way back from a jousting tournament in Austria. Uh, yeah, a couple who spoke uh, to the to media's fears that the 19-year-old found inside the Wittingen apartment may have been her daughter, Karina Yu. Ooh. 
who they said had fallen under Vice's spell years ago and had broken off all contact with them. Was he like impressed with his jousting ability or something? I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, the mother said that before her daughter caught off all contact with them, she was raving about Torsten, 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 Torsten this and Torsten that. You this know? guy's a 53-year-old man, right? Yeah. And, and he's she's like 19. A, a chubby, bald, 53-year-old man. What did this... Just goes to show you this. Like, wow, yeah. You, know? you get into like hey. one of these niche hobbies yeah. here. Man. Mm-hmm. God, I wish... I wish uh, more attractive women were into, uh, you know, antisocial podcasts. Yeah. There's, you know? no, there's not that many. Not that many at all. Mm. Yeah. Oh, well. <clears throat> so, um, media spoke with a man who said he rented a farmhouse to Vice, who lived in the home with Kaspari, her girlfriend. Do you think this guy, a- like, decorated the whole house with, like, swords and, like, yes. fucking oh, yeah. dragon skulls and, and the teenager. helmets? Absolutely. He described 53-year-old man as a master who ordered women about. His tone with them was strange. They were almost submissive. I had the impression that they are hardly allowed to talk to me, Alexander Kruger told the German tabloid. His tone was so harsh, strikingly harsh, not the way you talk to anyone. It was in short, imperative sentences. I've never understood the whole S&M thing. Mm. How, how does one become a master? You just say like, you're a master. So this bald, fat to, guy, yeah. chubby, fat, it's like chubby yeah. guy, is like, yeah. I'm a master. I'm going to start <clears throat> you know, ordering all these women around. They're just like, okay. I, I think it's hard totally to cool. find. He managed to find them by having a store. Normally, it's hard to find them because there's, you know. To find subs? Yeah. Well, I'm sure there's websites. In the same that way you, that yeah. it's hard to find fucking women. You know, yeah, in yeah, general, yeah. okay, it's even harder to find. You know, so does this guy just kind of sit on his like? I'm sure he has some type of like Iron Throne or something, and just order all these women to do stuff. <clears throat> well, look, I mean, I will. One thing I will say about this news story is that obviously they had some kind of weird suicide pact. Yeah, it's unclear whether he was actually like a Svengali evil person or they were actually just in a weird fucking S and M relationship because a lot of them are like, aside from the death that they sound just like that. Yeah, know? it sounds like yeah, some yeah. kind of weird master-mistress where, where type of relationship. consensual, so I don't know. Yeah. We don't know yet, but um, I'll be interested to see how this develops. Yeah, I know. It, mm-hmm. it seems like... Uh, I highly doubt those Germans are like, ah, the medieval sex cult, the, the kinky, that's normal. Mm. But it's like, you know, mm. the, the suicide pact. I'm wondering yeah. how that all fits in. Their reactions, the body language was submissive, holding their heads down. If I did not know better, I'd say they were really scared of him. He was the great master. He gave orders. Mm. Uh, yeah, little is known about Enders and how she met Vice. However, documents show they were living together at the time they died and had written up wills. Hmm. So definitely planned. Bup, 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 bup. Yeah. yeah, I mean, because I've 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 sort of set up rudimentary suicide packs with women. You know, I admit it. I've done it. You know. Were, wait, were they like an equal participant in the pact? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, they're yeah. just like, all right. Like, hey, well, maybe we should do this because it was like she'd be super. Su- you know, a chick I know is so super what was suicidal. Yours, like, if the 
Big Bang Theory ever gets canceled, we're doing yeah, it. Yeah, we're doing it. We're, we're done. It's, it's I don't happening. want to live anymore. Yeah. And she's like, I agree with you. Yeah. And then now look what happened. That's right. Look what happened. Mm-hmm. Well, don't abort yourself yet. Mm. Um, <laughs> people send your stories to podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we have phone calls coming up next. 323-522-4032 is the sick and wrong hotline number. Uh, but before we get to that, uh, here's a word from uh, adamneve.com. Hey, guys. It's me, Stephen. I'm a huge fan of your show. Thanks to your awesome coupon code, Diddle, I can buy myself loads of good sex toys. Since both of my wives died, and my Lugaric's disease got pretty bad. Let's just say things in the bedroom got pretty boring. But thanks to adamandeve.com and coupon code Diddle D-I-D-D-L-E. I'm now a new man. Thanks. So we got a few phone calls to get to. 323-522-4032 is that number. Uh, the first call we have here is from a guy who gives us a, he starts like a rant here about the quality of phone calls on the show. Okay. And then he like, delves into his own quality call mm. yeah so I, I think he kind of follows up with it it's good right. it's about an incident uh with the stepmom so here you go what's up dean harrison this is uh roger i called a while back about a couple months ago in reference to the guy who was claiming he could suck his own dick and y'all didn't believe him so i called in just to confirm that yeah in fact you can blah 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 anyhow all right I'm going to rant a little bit, and then I got a story about how I fucked my ex-stepmom. So <laughs> this might be a two-parter. But what the actual fuck is going on with all these people calling in about stupid shit? I thought this was the sick and wrong podcast, not the dumb and lame podcast. Guys, whoever's calling in, make a fucking good story. Quit calling in with all the stupid shit about some drunk motherfucker walking around at night yelling. That's not interesting. What is he talking about? I don't remember that call, but some guy was walking around at night yelling at someone. Do you remember this? No. I don't remember that call. But I don't remember most of the calls. People do this a lot. They call and they're like, don't have the stupid shit. Like when that guy called in and said the stupid thing about that shit. And it's like, Motherfucker, uh, you got to be real specific. Yeah, you got to be a you bit more specific than that. Keep a Google Doc like Schwitzy did. <laughs> he sent me a screenshot of his Google Doc. He, that guy is so weird. Yeah, he's. Very, I would very think that if I had character. to, if I had to pick yeah. an abortionist out of a yeah. crowd, I'd be like, I think that guy is a freelance abortionist. And it's like has like potential calls, like you know, the wedding ring story. Um, this and that, and one of the one of the items is just make D the noid. Make D the Noid, okay. Yeah, whatever right. that means. Whatever that means, okay. <laughs> yeah, there you go. If you're going to actually mm. uh, pinpoint mm. a bad call or some other issue mm. with the show, be more specific. Please. Because I barely yeah. remember what mm. happened like last week's episode. Yeah. 
and a fucking circumcised versus uncircumcised date. That's not interesting. Who cares? I agree with him on that one. I'm <laughs> the so tired of that are you shit. Over the I'm so tired of the foreskin shit. I think that resonates with a lot of the UK guys. I think they were mm. like bitter about it. But yeah, I think yeah. Uh, I think we've almost played all the foreskin calls. But we have a few more. I've been spacing them out uh, because we don't want to listen to them all yeah, in a row. Yeah, yeah. But I think Epic Farter called in with a retort about. We've already heard from him about it. No, but he called in. I think explaining something else, but I haven't played it yet. Let's yeah, you're not. getting bad. I don't know. It yeah. really hit you close to home. You have yeah. issues with phone calls, though, like Marshall Island Tony. You hate. You hate. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's certain ones I don't you want. You hate the foreskin. I have opinions. I have any opi- shit you know? stories. You know. I think you should be thankful that mm-hmm. anyone's even calling the show. And look, I'm saying, I've and I've said this consistently. The calls are my favorite part of the show. I know, but you should be thankful. But that I don't are even like calling. No, the I'm show. not thankful for the calls. <laughs> I don't like those. No, I'm thankful for the audience mm-hmm. participation. Mm-hmm. Always happy. Anyway, moving on. Ears. Call in about some real sick and wrong shit, all right? <laughs> that means something different to everyone, but okay. We'll get to Is see this Matthew yeah, McConaughey? Got... Yeah. <laughs> I'm not okay. buying a Lincoln from you, yeah. damn it. Somewhere where, where the road meets the metaphysical realm of ideas is the Lincoln Continental. I keep getting older and the girls stay the same age. A little story. I'm not going to embellish it any. I'm going to tell you the truth about what happened back when I was about 10, 11 years ago. Because time is a flat circle. <laughs> I was 21. My dad married some woman after uh, him and my real mom got a divorce. I was maybe three years old, maybe a little younger. I don't know. Anyhow, so this woman raised me since I was a baby, basically. And grew up about 18 years old, uh, you know, growing up with her in the house. And she was an attractive lady and everything. And uh, you come from your, your father divorced your mother. Yes. Right. And then he remarried. Did he was your stepmom attractive? No. 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 I think that I feel like I feel like that's mostly a California phenomenon. Where stepmom. Stepmom. Yeah. 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 I remember. No, uh, she was absolutely not. I didn't you know? know, and none of my friends, yeah. no one had attractive mothers, especially yeah. in Michigan. But yeah. I remember uh, this one guy, he owned a funeral home mm. in Michigan. So he was, his, his my friend's father, who's very mm. wealthy. He divorced his ugly wife, mm. and he remarried this stepmom that was only like, let's see, if we were 17, she was probably like 38. Okay. Maybe, and she was hot. Yeah. And we'd go to his house because she'd just walk around, and she didn't work. Mm. And they had a pool, and she'd just walk around in a bikini and come out and be like, mm. do you guys want snacks? Mm. And we'd just be like, yeah. And this kid mm. sucked, too. Mm. No one was friends with him. We were only there to stare at <laughs> his yeah. mom. Yeah. But yeah, that would be a weird dynamic. It would mm. be a weird dynamic. I think that's why those... I think that's the whole reason why the incest, you know, porn or whatever genre mm. is so successful now, because everyone comes from broken marriages. Right. There's so many divorce, divorces that happen now that this is a reality... But it would be a weird situation. I never found myself in it, but I don't know how it'd be if like, you know, my, my dad remarried and now I have a hot stepsister. That would be weird. Right. It would be weird. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but I don't know if I'd be in the same situations if like, mm-hmm. I love how those points are like the girl's taking a shower mm-hmm. and the, you just see the guy's dick and he's mm-hmm. just jacking off watching mm-hmm. her. I don't think I would probably do that. I mean, I had a stepsister, but, um, I found her revolting as a human, <laughs> as a human being. <laughs> Was she attractive? Um, I think she time. may have been attractive to some people. But inside, not, not she was a revolting human being. No, she was all right. She was just, you know, 
I didn't get along with her. Just we were just no. different people. Was it because you know? Was there an age age gap? She was a little older than me. Well, yeah. yeah. So we just she had like, nothing in common and just couldn't. Yeah. Did so. she like beat you up and like hold you down and fart on your head or something? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Hated when my sister did that. When her and my dad got a divorce about eighteen or so, and I kept in contact with her, she'd come and see me and my brothers and you know some some nieces and nephews and shit. And um, are you supposed to do that? There's, there's no rule book for any of this. But you know? I mean, it's like, aren't you supposed to be on your dad's side? Like, if it was a, an, you know, if there's a split and whatever, you should be like, well, fuck your stepmom, this is my dad. Depends on how close you are with your dad. Yeah, I guess you that's know? true. I mean, yeah. she. It sounds like she raised him though from the age of three. Right. Yeah. So, so he's known this woman a long yeah. time. I mean, generally, if if you're the the patriarch of a family, and you're kind of fucking with everybody else's life by getting married five times like my dad did you can't really demand anything of other people and related to that but do you keep in contact with any of the other previous wives like your previous well, one, stepmoms one of them is my uh yeah one of them but i have a sister through her so oh know, yeah. yeah but the other ones you don't talk to at all well one of them's dead okay uh that one's there the one the other one the fourth one no um, I did for a little while, and then she just got too crazy to deal with. Oh, okay. The current one that's they're getting, she's they're getting divorced now. So, are you going to keep in contact with her? No, I don't think so. Because we have <laughs> again zero in common. Nothing. I think you should get a Ouija board to yeah, contact yeah. the dead one. Yeah, <laughs> I've thought about it. <laughs> I th I think you could just use AOL Instant Messenger if you just get okay. a really old version of AOL Instant Messenger. That's how you, you could talk to dead people. With the dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. We I was going to go spend the night with her one night so she could take me to work the next day, and on the way there, uh, I had took took a shower before before we left. I sold coke at the time, so I did a few rails, <laughs> and she. <laughs> Dude, this is all this the is makings yeah, yeah, of a yeah. video I watched last week yeah. from FamilySex.com. Yeah. I yeah. swear to God, yeah. I think I saw... You know, that's the thing with the with the incest porn. Not particularly... Not not really my thing, mm. but if you turn the volume down, it's just a, a hot chick having mm. sex with, like, a dude. You know, or whatever. You wouldn't even know it has anything to do with incest. However, yeah. this story, this yeah. plot here, very similar to right. what you'd see yeah. on YouPorn or Pornhub was drunk so i ended up having to drive on the way there bitch reached over and started rubbing the back of my neck and everything and i was in my pajama pants because i had just gotten out of the shower so i guess she could see my you know if that's my, my that's like my little spot wherever she was rubbing the back of my neck for whatever reason but she could see i was starting to get a little better half fat so oh he's got a spot there huh? he's got a spot that gives mm. him a chub his mm. chub spot yeah so uh Bitch reached over there, just pulled my dick out while I was driving and started going to town on it. And I'm sitting there going down the highway at night, about 12 o'clock at night. And she just started sucking my dick going down the highway. Wow. And this, all of this is the... I mean, it's just a bad idea if you have coke on you. Don't be doing uh, road, yeah, Those type of shenanigans. Jobs, you know? Yeah, on. roadhead when you have blow yeah, on no, you. That's no, not no, a good no, idea. No. But at the same time, would you be a little weirded out like, how long has it been since your dad was boning her? I'd want to know that. Yeah. I'd also want to know if she had been having these type of feelings this whole time. Because, I mean, mm. she raised you since you were three. Why do you need to know that? 
I don't know. I, no, but to me, yeah. I would just be, this would yeah. come into my head that mm, I'd be like, mm. uh, she's an attractive woman sucking my dick, but at the same time, mm. she like, you know, used to feed me like squeezed applesauce yeah <laughs> i would be weirded out by it i don't know well you know the cats in the cradle and the silver spoon i guess you know little it's, boy blue and the man in the, the other thing too my dad's sloppy seconds i don't know if i'd be into that oh see i i'm in the moment you know started coming up to a roadblock and uh come <laughs> what is this star wars <laughs> Wait, is yeah. this like, like oh, a... Oh, it's an imperial roadblock. Was probably dress up like stormtroopers. Was probably a drunk driver yeah, roadblock. Okay, okay, and yeah. you're sitting there swerving, <laughs> getting your dick sucked by your mom, and you got a fucking, I don't know, an eight ball of cocaine in your pocket. I'd be yeah. nervous. Yeah, all right. I, I kind of like, hey, there's cops up ahead. She didn't stop. And uh, luckily, it wasn't a roadblock. It was just a wreck on the side of the road. So the cops were kind of directing. She was still sucking my dick the whole time we went down through there. And I wow. did not want her to stop because it felt too good. I was coked up. She's like a tick. You know? <laughs> Can't get enough. Can't pull her off. Jesus. You know? Jesus Christ. You need to, like, light her on fire to get, get her off of you. I had drank a little bit, but I was still good to drive. And you know how you get when you're on coke. You know, you kind of get a little horny, whatever. Didn't really want to do it, but good God, I didn't want her to stop at the same time. So we hit the back roads. He's, st he's wow. starting to like every now and then he'll he'll get more Elvisy and how he sounds. Yeah. He kind of reminds me. Good you ever, God, man! You ever watched we'll True Blood? Back roads. Uh, yeah, yeah. Remember yeah. the guy who was like the yokel that ended up boning that super hot uh, young girl with the red hair that turned into a vampire? Yes. Boyd or Boyd, something. yeah. Was He's, it Boyd? Something like that. Yeah, he sounds like that guy. Oh yeah, to he me. does kind of. Yeah, okay. I'll be wanting yeah. to stop. Yeah. It felt so good. Yeah. You know, the redhead was at that D and D thing this weekend. Oh, was she really? Yeah. God, I find her so attractive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she is hot. Deborah she was at that wall. Oh God. The descent. Yeah. All right. This is uh, the guy who just called in about his mom and stuff. Ex stepmom not my blood mom <laughs> okay yeah sure we believe you <laughs> that's an important thing to yeah to, to well you'd still be a motherfucker specify. even if you fucked your stepmom aren't you no yeah technically if it's an ex-stepmom whatever stepmotherfucker know? like i have so many stepmothers you know like <laughs> yeah but you wouldn't fuck have, any of them though no but you know you never know <laughs> you can accidentally happen, you know. All right, so we go through the roadblock. Uh, she's still going to town on me. Uh, we hit the back roads. Going to town on me. Going to town on me. On the road to the promised land. And Leave find this little church off to the side or whatever that has a big-ass parking lot. And, you know, some of the lights were out or whatever. So we just pulled up in there. I maybe got... I don't know, two minutes or whatever, fucked her. And um, after I came, I was just like so ashamed. I was like, what the fuck have I done? Like, yeah, it's weird. That's moral the moment. Yeah, yeah, that is the moment when that happens. It's a moral yeah. quandary because yeah. you're just like, uh, this yeah. is weird. Yeah. You know, after you bust that nut or whatever, you're kind of feeling bad about what you just did or whatever. But anyhow, it was it was over and done with. And um, <laughs> yeah, so I mean, that's that's a true sick and wrong story. Like maybe maybe. I've definitely been in sexual situations where I declined to ejaculate and I was like, I'll just do it later. Cause, cause I, cause it was like, 
You didn't want to mess it up your such, car? No, it was, yeah. Oh. It was such a troubling situation or it was such like a fucking fucked up situation that I didn't want to have that feeling while I was right in the middle of shit. Yeah, but you, know? you still did it. You still penetrated her. So it doesn't really matter if you finish or not. No, no, it I mean, does. Because done. when you finish, I don't know if this happens to you, but it happens to a lot of people. You, you ejaculate and then all of a sudden you, your mind, your mode completely changes. Well, yeah. And you're like ashamed and you're like, what's going on? And you're not even sexual in any way anymore. You're like, where am I? What's going on? Who are are all these people? You know? know, Wait, do you have a full like Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde type of thing when you have sex? Yeah. I'm not, I think I'm pretty oh. conscious of it. Okay. I don't, but I still don't think if I'm like, Madam, I decline your invitation for ejaculation. Mm. I don't think I do that. Okay. But may, I can see what you're saying. Mm. So it's, so, but you can still reconcile well, the people act. people are doing a lot of drugs, you can easily get away with that. Well, because, yeah, you, you can, can be like, I'm not going to, yeah. Mm. I've, I've done that before where it's mm. like, I don't think it's mm. going to happen. Yeah. You can just be like, I... When I'm on drugs, madam, I cannot ejaculate until I've listened to the Wu-Tang double CD. It's not on it. Maybe some of you motherfuckers out there got better stories. I wish you would call in and tell them because I'm tired of stupid shit being called in and having to listen to it. And I, I just, I don't know, it's gotten away from what the podcast is. So anyhow, that's my story. What's gotten away from the what the the the, the quality of the calls has gotten away Jesus to Christ. the the meaning right. behind the yeah. podcast. Oh my god! All right. uh, this guy, the sanctity of the podcast yeah, is yeah. at stake here, people. This, <laughs> the signifier signified <laughs> dynamic. You know? There's a challenge mm. thrown out. This, mm. He's throwing down the gauntlet. Yeah. He wants people yeah. to best his story, and I oh. think you can do it. Well, we're not done yet. Hold on. Oh, uh, yeah. For now on, I guess I just uh, call in, and uh, it's not a nickname I gave myself, but I've been called 007 since I was little because I share, I, you know, my name's Roger, and I share the same last name as a famous Bond character, but uh, or Bond actor. But uh, yeah, so whenever I call in, for- Roger Moore is his name. Oh, that's crazy. Okay. Huh. That right. is kind of cool, though. Yeah, I like that. 007. Hmm. Was it the one? Um- was was it Roger Moore and Moonraker? Moon, he did Moonraker, yeah. Moonraker, God. I liked Live and Let Die, though. Did you ever see that one? I forget. But then I it was like in that. New Orleans, mm-hmm. and there was a guy, I forget his name, Teehee or something. He had like the, the uh, fake, or, the fake, or his, missing a hand. He had like a claw. Maybe he was I haven't villain. seen that one. Mm-hmm. That's a good one, actually. Mm-hmm. That's a good Roger Moore one. What was the one that the entire, like the first 10 minutes of it is just like a weird Duran Duran music video? <laughs> Oh God! Uh, this the one with Grace Jones. Yeah, was that View yeah. to a Kill? Yeah, it's View to a Kill. Wasn't yeah. uh, Christopher Walken in that one? Yeah, and they fought yeah, on the right. Golden Gate. That's right. It was but Christopher Walken. For was reason, that Roger was... Moore? Or was that the other guy? I don't remember. I can't remember either. Yeah, anyway. I think it was Roger Moore that was in yeah. that one. Timothy Dalton. But Timothy Dalton was the other guy. He was in Doom Patrol. He was in Doom Patrol. Oh but my Timothy God! Timothy Dalton I... was in Living Daylights. So I'm not sure Dude. if he was in View to a Kill. Wow. But Timothy Dalton's a good Bond. Mm. I always thought he was a good mm. Bond. I got plenty of sick and wrong stories. So whenever I call in for now on, I'll just use the uh, the name 007. So you know who I am. Oh, okay, it's 007. Jesus Christ, guys. Quit calling in about some stupid shit and tell some real <laughs> sick and wrong stories. <laughs> Other than that, D. Harrison, uh, keep up the great work on the podcast. And, um, yeah, I just uh, I hope things can get better on the part of the callers. All right, guys. Take it easy. All right. Well, mm. there you go. The gauntlet has been thrown down. Yeah. 
We need some quality calls coming in here. I don't know if I'm going to let him name himself 007. Well, he does have the name of a Bond mm. character, but we have to think about that. Yeah. I like that guy's story, though. That I was do. a good story. Yeah. It was, it it was, was a great told story. very well. It was the, the it was delivery great was great. Yeah. Was, uh, Maybe call him Roadblock. Roadblock. <laughs> we'll have to think about that, yeah. though. I like... Mm. But I mean, if if I had a name like that, like if my name was Sean Connery, yeah, I can understand why people call you Double O Seven. Sure, you know, I mean, yeah. it's like how many people are named <laughs> the same name as a right. Bond actor? That's crazy. It's a pretty common, probably pretty common name. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, I guess that could so. probably be. Mm -hmm. But wow, that's a, that's a that was a good story. I like yeah. that. I you know I don't know. I've never I've never been mm -hmm. in the position where I could fuck a stepmom, so mm -hmm. I don't know how that would go down. However. I, mean, I think of my friend I'm not going to mention his name whose dad married that one super hot chick I'm sure if, if his stepmom walked in on him taking a shower and was like you know I'll help you wash your dick I'm sure he would not have declined mm. I mean she was super hot yeah yeah sure I remember everybody he would be like you guys just mm. come over here to look at my to leer at my mom and we're like mm. yeah mm. <laughs> I had a friend like that I just went over his, we just went over his house to steal his Dungeons and Dragons books he stole them from the bookstore or something so he had the all the monster manuals and all the shit <laughs> everything dark sun the whole deal i bet you that guy probably has like a dungeons and dragons podcast right now he's probably getting so much ass. i'm pretty sure he doesn't <laughs> i'm pretty sure <laughs> Yeah. All right, well, thank you there, uh, 007. Probably has a successful exterminator business or something, you know. Getting so something much ass, Island. exterminating yeah. Yeah. fucking mm. varmints. Yeah. <laughs> Rodents. Covered in crocodile dung. Covered in crocodile dung. That's yeah. right. Um, final mm. call here we have is from a serial mom who I know she was expressing some concern. She's like, I've been sending in uh, uh, calls. You know, we can't, we can't play all your calls on the show. Yeah, we play so a lot of them on, on Patreon. Patreon. Yeah, yeah. So. A lot of calls are like, you know, the overflow goes to Patreon. Sorry about so it. we've been playing your mm. calls, but we not, might not play everyone on the show. Mm. But anyway, this time she's calling in with, uh, I guess, kind of a confession about her feelings for you there. Okay. All right. Hey guys, it's Serial Mom. I've just listened to, I can't remember which episode it was, but you were talking about female Pope. Um, and Harrison was saying about uh, having a gun put to his head. Harrison, you tease. I would so kidnap you off the street and put a gun to your head. Jesus Whoa. Christ, yeah. there are some wet fannies out there today. There'd be some women that are just going to go and kidnap you off the street. Some wet if fannies. I lived in the. <laughs> That's a great band name, the yeah, Wet Fannies. Yeah, the Wet Fannies, yeah. Wow, you mm. should, yeah, someone should take that, the mm. Wet Fannies. Mm. Or the Wet Fanny Packs. You Ooh, know? that works yeah. too, Wet Fanny Packs. Mm. The same country as you, yeah. You'd, you'd be having a gun put to your head, most certainly. Mm. Um, anyway, apart from Harrison being a... Well, I'm glad to know somebody's interested in taking me up on that. You know, I could, you know, mm. I could, I would put dollars, my dollars to your donuts mm. that a serial mom would do that. I think she'd follow through for sure. Yeah. Nasty, dirty little tease. Um, <laughs> He's blushing. Yeah. I, I keep sending recordings and people keep asking where I've gone, even on Facebook. Uh, I can't believe I'm so popular and flattered. Um, I've not destroyed anyone's cars this week, which is a shame, really. Um, there is someone that needs a banana putting up their exhaust, and I don't mean that in a sexual way. I just mean 
a rotten banana up their exhaust. Um, <laughs> what does it do? I'm not sure. I mm. never really thought about doing that. Mm. If you shoved a, a banana in someone's exhaust, like mm. would it, I don't know, harden and block their exhaust pipe or something? I don't know. Yeah, I've never mm. thought about doing that. You would can it, would put it a shoot out like a you know. I have put a fish in someone's gas tank. Okay. Yeah, hmm. that's a, kind of a good thing to do. Hmm. But somebody gave me an idea with a Pringles tube and a rubber glove and stick that in their exhaust. I'm not sure what it does. Uh, a Pringles weird. tube and a rubber. Glo- so hmm. you put the rubber glove glove around the Pringles tube and you just shove the Pringles tube on it like a flashlight, like a like a Fifi towel or something. I guess. Something. And yeah. what would that do? I don't know. Huh. Huh? Explode the car. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure, but it sounds nefarious. I'll have to look into that. I might be funnier. Anyway, um, stay cool, guys. Loving the shows. Uh, I'm just sat in my car wiping bird shit off my windscreen. That's really boring, isn't it? Anyway, um, yeah. Apart from that, I had chicken. I had no. I had beef madras last night, so I'm not very popular to be with right now. So I think I need to go and have another shit. Mm. See you soon. What beef madras? What is that? Some kind of Indian dish, I think. Oh, beef madras. So it's maybe not Indian beef, but you know, it's some kind of dish. Beef. Oh, okay. So wow, yeah. It's really good. It's too popular. That call Thank ran you for the that. whole gamut of yeah. Um, I know it's you know. all emotions. You had wow. Harrison in the beginning. Yeah, he was like really, into it. Yeah. Um, you had his soft spot, and then all of a sudden the beef, yeah, the beef yeah. madras just uh, yeah. ran, mm. ruined it there. Yeah. But hey, who knows? <laughs> right <laughs> up until then, I was just having a fantasy <laughs> about getting pistol whipped. You know, hey, and then uh, she's yeah. a beef madras and mm-hmm. has to take a shit. So there you go. But hey, you know that's life. Yeah, that's how, that's that is that is life. This is us. This is us. <laughs> you can write a book about yeah, that. Yeah. Anyway, thank you, Serial Mom. Mm-hmm. Always love to hear from you. And as mm-hmm. we mentioned before, we play a lot of your calls on the Patreon page. Yep. Because we can't play everything on this show. But I agree with Double uh, O Seven there. Uh, Call in the Sigurong Hotline. Give us some good stories. We like yeah. the juicy stories. 323-522-4032 is that number. We did get an email here uh, that uh, I think, Harrison, this is going to uh, definitely uh, cause some, uh, some, some anger out of that side. Um, yeah, here uh, this guy wrote in here, emailed the show, gmail.com. VV, he says, I've been listening for nine years, and I consider D. Harrison Wackerly to be family at this point. Since I listened to Sickerong on the way to getting my shit together, and I am better for it all today. For that, I will always love and thank you guys forever. Well, that's kind of good to. That's kind of good to know. Yeah, yeah. yeah it helped you get your shit together. Yeah, which is odd. It's yeah, ironic. It's a, I wouldn't think that would ever that. happen. Yeah. But anyway, right. but I gotta finally say something. Maybe it's just my luck, and I'm always loading these. Uh, episodes up but the nazi and third reich trivia segments before we get to the news stories mm. is getting excessive it feels like a world war ii mm. and nazi podcast instead and harrison is unintentionally starting to sound like an apologist i'd argue with the unintentionally part mm. um bring back a third story to fill that time up if you have to because mm. the constant nazi chat is not a good look mm-hmm. vivi maybe in here 
Yeah, that does. That, who is that? Mm-hmm. With I don't know. I, I, just, I call him oh. Vivian, but it's oh. BV. Okay. I don't know what his name is. Um, so what, what do you what do you have to say about that? And I can understand you're you're a bit irked. I read this email that. before, <laughs> and it irritated me because I was like, that's not. Because sometimes people like you know they they listen to the episodes in a certain way, and it because it seems to them like we're a constant Nazi podcast because of how. Well, then, the random that order becomes true in their yeah. mind, right? So I looked into it, and it's like this year we've he done. He was angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've he done was angry. two shows, right? About that had to do with Nazis. We did 2019 Operation Paperclip, and then we did the fucking Taylor. Sw- and that wasn't it, even really. It's not even really count, a Nazi thing. It's Maria, just, whatever her name is, Maria Orsich. Orsich yeah, yeah. wasn't a real person. No, she wasn't a real person. And that was about Taylor Swift. It was Nazis came up. Okay. Yeah. And then I but think, that's two yeah. in the past five months. Right. And then last year, in the, all of 2018, we did three. Three, three Nazi shows. stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you and, think and about all, it, so it's, it's like, not much. You know, when you think about this is a show of fucked up weird shit, in terms of fucked up weird shit from the 20th century, the Third Reich ranks up there, you know? There's a lot of stuff that happened to happen there, okay? That's three episodes out of 52 episodes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we do one a week uh-huh. and it's 52. And so we've done three topics on Nazis. Yeah. You can hardly yeah. call us a World War yeah. II or Nazi podcast based on that. They weren't sewing twins together to create Siamese twins in Canada in the 90s. <laughs> all right. So, you know, what are you talking about? And also, um, the, the, the trivia segments, they're not trivia segments, they're fucking deep dive. Uh, topical fucking uh, you know Intra- investigations yeah, yeah we're like researching yeah. this the fuck do you think we're doing man but it is trivia though if you think about it like i mean, I mean he's learning trivia so if he was that, going to bar trivia the fact that it's trivial it is trivial it, but it's not trivia in the the colloquial sense of the word but life is trivial yeah life is trivial <laughs> Yeah. But no, exactly. We're not doing this so you can go to the bar and win it, win it your pub trivia. We actually research an intro topic to talk about. And I, and to be honest, I am conscious of spreading out topics. I don't want to do like a Nazi yeah. topic every week. Cause but I mean, the Nazis pretty much characterize sick and wrong. I right. mean, it's the, 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 the epitome of sick and wrong. But I think what happens is like you have a lot of people like this guy. He probably downloads a bunch of episodes, picks random episodes, and in the order that you listen to, sure. If you're not listening to the podcast in its chronological order, then yeah, you probably would run into two weeks in a row of a World War II topic. Mm. Yeah, that's not really. We can't be faulted for that. No. Yeah. You know, make it sound like we're the fucking History Channel. You know, that old dad's watch or something, you know? <laughs> Fucking three shows last year. Come on. We probably would be more successful if we were. I guess we probably Maybe. would, yeah. And, then, and by the way, that three shows, that's that's 5%. Yeah, it's 5% like 5%. 5% of the shows in 2018, you know? So it's not much. You made so me fucking you calculate a percentage, dude. We just refuted. Or lady or whoever your assertion. you are. Reconsider your life, all right? Because that's what, <laughs> when you're making me do percentages, please. <laughs> So there you go. I'm, okay. I'm sure you'll enjoy the topic of this week mm. because it had nothing to do with Nazis. Um, people support the show by becoming a sick and wrong patron. I know I've already plugged it once, but uh, holy shit. We, um, we, we, we have the first three parts, the first installment, mm. probably one of the greatest uh, phone calls we've had in a while. Possibly one of the greatest. Greatest um, of all time. Greatest phone calls since. G-O-A-T. 
Alexander Graham Bell said, Watson, yeah. I need you. Uh, Jizzy Jake calls mm. in frequently to the show. And oftentimes I can't play all of his calls on the regular show because there's like six parts, seven mm. parts to some of these calls. Yeah, yeah. But he called in with an epic story yeah. about a trip to Bum Island, this yeah. island, this remote island that's just filled with bums. And he had a sheet of acid on him. And yeah. so we played the first. very thin. Yeah, it's, we played the first three parts of this call. Um, on the Patreon page. And not only, but the other thing too, now as he's retelling this story, he's having his dick sucked by this woman who's in, who's next mm. to him. Or is, I don't know who this girl is. Yeah. But she's sucking his dick the entire time. Yes. He's uh, retelling the story. So it, it is a, a sick and wrong first probably, but also like a very original uh, uh, epic, epic tale. So you can go to patreon.com slash sick and wrong to check it out. The other thing, I want to make an announcement about okay. is uh, Harrison and I um, decided to do a, uh, a bit of a contest between the two of us. So we took that new Snapchat right. filter that does the gender swap mm. and we took a picture and right. so we're going to post it to Patreon, only to Patreon first, mm. but we'll probably, I don't know, uh, publicize the, uh, the response. Yeah. We're going to put a poll up on the Patreon page of who would you rather smash? Yeah. D as a woman mm. or Harrison as a woman? Yes. Um, so we're going to post those two pictures to the Patreon page, mm -hmm. and uh, we're going to ask you guys to respond. Put a poll up there. So that, there you go. A lot of stuff is happening on the Patreon page. So not only do you get an extra story and you get a bunch of extra phone calls, yeah. you get extra features like that. Yay, yay. Yeah, so patreon.com slash sickandwrong. We appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Finally, here's Song of the Week. Uh, yesterday, I went to a uh, book signing at Zebulon. I stupidly forgot to bring my records, but... Uh, Gibby Haynes from the Butthole Surfers, which is like one of my favorite bands from the 90s. Mm. Uh, he was doing a book signing and uh, they just released a book called What Does Regret Mean, which is kind of like sort of a retrospective on the Butthole Surfers career. But it doesn't even have much text in it. It's mostly pictures. But cool, pretty cool book to mm. have. Um, but uh, anyway, so Gibby Haynes was doing the signing. They were selling the book. And then David Yao from The Jesus Lizard was doing a full Q&A session um, to which my girlfriend described as it was basically just a bunch of drunk people shouting at a burnout. Because like, Gibby Hayes was too wasted to even answer a question. I tell the whole story on the outtakes on Patreon. But anyway, I figured we might as well end the show with a Butthole Surfers song. One of my favorite bands. This is from an album called Locust Abortion Technician. The song is called Cunts. And I'm going to dedicate this one to the Alabama Senate and to Mike Pence. So we're going to end the, uh, end the show here with that. Mm. The Butthole Surfers Cunts. People, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with episode 688. Till then, take a sleazy. ไม่มันคันคันคันคันคันคันคันคันคันคันคันคันคันคันคันคันคันคันคันคันคันคันคันคันคันคันคันคันคันคันคันคันคันคันคันคันคันคันคันคันคันคันคันคันคันคันคัน
God, I would think if you, if I was working in a store, if I was working right. in a store and you were buying like a big pack of that, mm. like I would think that you were feeding, like you were a feeder and you were feeding a woman just to make her really large. Like, you know, it's ap- feeder, oh, yeah, after apple juice, you gain <laughs> applesauce, you gain a I lot just, of weight. You're just squeezing um, it into like this, this woman. She like is so large. She can't even stand that up. That would be fucking frosting, dude. <laughs> that wouldn't be this. <laughs> <laughs> there wouldn't be unsweetened applesauce, you know? I don't know. Get the fuck weird. out of here. Yeah, frosting, probably pudding. Just pudding in there, just no. squeezing pudding. Yeah, just cake frosting in one of those would cake you, frosting things. Would you be able to mm. be friends with a guy? Like, let's say me and Amanda. The German guy goes, looks like for children. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. We Germans on yep. all smiles and chocolate. 